Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast where we see you fully just as you are. It's been a while. Gerda, how are you? It has been a while and I am getting better. I am well. I am getting better in the sense that I am back home now and I am taking one day at a time to make sure that what I need to do is being done. I am well. How are you? Oh, first of all, I'm so glad to hear you're home. Even though you weren't too far and we talk daily, I still missed you. <laughs> we definitely missed this connection on Take Another Look podcast. Yes. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. So we thought we'd start our first episode back with a catch up because both Garrett and I have been doing a lot of reflecting. Obviously, we've both been very, very busy and we're back in the swing of it. We're going to bring you episodes on a regular basis once again. But Gerda, I want to take a minute or two and do a catch up. Let's let our audience know what we've been up to, what's going on, and how has impacted us at us and what we've been taking another look at. So I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> what have, have we been doing? As again, I, I will mention the fact that I wasn't home, I was with my parents. I was uh, taking care of them. And I will say that in the midst of taking care of them, I also took the time to getting to know them at the stage that they are now. And also by doing this, I got to know myself as well. Because when I looked, when I look at my parents, I realized like I realized that I am the product of my dad and my mom. And taking the time, being with them, getting to know them, appreciating who they are, loving them in who they are, I learned so much. First of all, what is unconditional love? Because when you come to that stage in in your life, there are many things that are not the same as they used to be. And for me to experience this, it it was very interesting. So... There's, a, there's been a lot of grace, not only me giving them the grace, but also them giving me the grace. And in the midst of all of this learning, who, who am I? So it's always a, an unfolding. And so that allowed me to do that exactly that. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I know you and I have talked about this, but it's definitely hard to watch our, our family, our parents get older. You know, when we were younger, we, they were superhuman to us. They were there. They were taking care of us. They did so much to help us grow. And then as we become adults, you know, they're, they're there, but they're in a different capacity. But now when you're the caregiver, mm-hmm. things change, the roles change again. So what was the biggest transition for you in this time? Well, <laughs> biggest transition is definitely for me not being at home in my own apartment. <laughs> it's, you know, living, living in someone else's home, not having my own bedroom, but having my own, you know, it, it, you, you, you don't, you're not in your own intimacy. It's, it's hard to do certain things. So I, it took some, <laughs> I, 
it, it was tough. I, I can say that that was tough because I wasn't home. And as a cancer, I have to say this, as a cancer, my home is very important to me because that's how I feel the most me. So absolutely. That's, and yeah. that's, that's where you have time to decompress. You have your own space because again, when you're the caregiver, you don't necessarily have that unless you're in your own space. So I'm glad you're home. I'm glad that you're taking time now to recuperate, but also to reflect on things, how things have changed. Yes, how things have changed and things definitely have changed because, you know, pre-pandemic it was something and now after the pandemic, it's something else because I think things have changed even with me. I'm not the same person anymore. And uh, <laughs> I think even before I went to see them or I spent, I went to spend time with them, I was coming to a place where the busyness of life uh, no longer appeals to me. I like things that, yes, they are still getting done, but I don't want to feel like I'm rushing from one place to another or from one, one activity to another. No, for me, the pleasure is to really be in the moment, enjoy what the moment is giving to me, be appreciative in that moment and experience it to its fullest. So that's what for me, that's what has changed. It's like they're getting busy, 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 running from one place to another. No, no, that doesn't work anymore. And you know what? That's really important that you recognize in that because I think in our human nature, sometimes we feel if we're not busy and go, 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 go. We're not doing, we're not productive. But you've come to the conclusion that you can still do if you're not go, 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 go physically. And fully. Well, yes. <laughs> more everything is fuller as we experience life without being so busy if someone would have told me that before i would have said ah, that's not true yeah. but i'll give you an example so even through all of this i went to mexico i went to i took one week vacation i went to mexico mexico was whew, so beautiful so full of life so many different things but I took the time to relax and taking the time to relax allowed me to feel so recharged, not only in that moment, but also after. And then I realized this is the type of environment I want to be in. I want to be in an environment where, you know, there's time for me to pray, to meditate, to be in the company of others who are not rushing from one place to another, to really appreciate the moment. You know, I, I used to say, I used to say this phrase a long time ago, I think since 2015, I've been saying it, but not so much lately, but I'm going back to it. It's really to activate the extra in the ordinary. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. And so in Mexico, I, I did that. <laughs> and even when things were not going the way that they were scheduled to go, I, I felt, I saw myself being so relaxed and knowing that what is to be will be. So I didn't even feel the stress. And in the end, 
it was even better than what it was supposed to be. So that's what I'm experiencing right now. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Thanks for sharing. And I know you've been working on a creative project. So just talk a little bit about that. <laughs> yes. yes. And in the in amidst all of this, we, and I say we because you too are part of this creative project. We are writing a book, mm-hmm. a collective book with in total, we are six women sharing our point of view from the pandemic. How have we changed? What have we experienced? And it's a beautiful project. <laughs> I can say what I also noticed is that the book I thought I was going to write is <laughs> not the book. Oh, I see because each and every one of us has a chapter. So the chapter that I wrote is not a chapter I was going to write. So it's very interesting in the creativity mm-hmm. of this project to see how things have even evolved and changed. So what yeah. do you think about that, Melanie? Oh, you know, it was it's an amazing process. Like you said, there's six very unique women coming together. We have a common thread of have being a part of an online Toastmasters club during the pandemic, but we come from different countries and different backgrounds and different experiences. So merging these experiences into one book is amazing. It's been fascinating. For me, I love writing. So I was my element, but this is the first collaboration project I worked on. And it was different for me for sure. And again, a great learning opportunity. And we're, you know, it's written, yes, we're, we're in the process of getting it published, which is amazing. So the next steps are the promotion and the marketing, and then of course the launch. And we're aiming for September for that launch, right, Gerda? We are aiming for September. So yes. now it's to send everything to the publisher. Mm-hmm. And of course, they will help us to work on it to make sure that everything is prepped, is ready to publish. So now that's where we are at. Yes. We all have written our chapter, <laughs> chapter, and now that's where we are at. It's an interesting and exciting time. Do you want to share the title? Or is it a secret? <laughs> well, I think I, I'm, I think I, I we need to wait okay. until we talk to them or they talk to us and say, okay, that's definitely a go. Okay. But I believe it is a beautiful title because, you know, and I want, I want, I would like it to be secret for now. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that just means our audience has keep coming back every episode to see if we release the name. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's going to be great. And I encourage everybody to stay tuned because not only is this amazing way for you to learn from us, but also to reminisce and reflect on your own personal experience. Because as Gerda and I have talked so many times the pandemic impacted us all in ways that we can't even understand fully. And I know for myself, as I was writing, I couldn't believe the things coming up. It was like, wow, I didn't think about that. And until you put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, that's when it comes to fruition for me, at least. Mm-hmm. And now do you want to tell us of what you've been doing? Or oh, you know, it's writing the book. Absolutely. My goodness, Garrett has been so exciting. Lots going on. And yes, it's been busy, but not busy in an overwhelming way. Busy in an exciting watching. You remember my word of the year is elevation, right? To elevate. And my business is elevating and I love it. So gaining vision 2020 has taken up a lot of my time, but in such a positive way. After coming back from Africa, I was 
inspired. I knew there was lots I wanted to do, but of course, bigger plans started to fall into place. And I started to really start to create my end goal. What do I see the vision of gaining vision, the 10-year plan? I know people are saying, why don't you just do one year at a time? But for me, I think big and then I break it down. So I've been able to secure a couple of contracts. I've been working, I'm working on a series of webinars on diversity, equity, and inclusion. I've been doing a lot of connecting with people in Africa. I've been doing some workshops, some definitely having some opportunities. And of course, you know, I've been working on my YouTube channel and I'm getting there. I can't believe it. Before I went to Africa, I had 33 subscribers. As of this morning, I had 1,440 I can't believe it. Yes, I know it's not like the other big YouTubers that do it full time. They've got millions, but it's not about the count. But for me, this is a huge accomplishment. I've been able to do some really great um, pieces about YouTubers in Africa, but also sharing my thoughts. You and I did an episode and about the perfect man, right? Yes. And so a lot of other great conversations with people, but really sharing people's stories. Yesterday, I was able to connect live with a, a YouTuber in Uganda, and her, she goes by Salad Tourist, and I just want to talk about her a bit. This is just so inspiring to me, Gerda, and I know that you've met many people like this in your lifetime. This young woman is 28 years old. She just turned 28, and she's from Uganda originally, and she went to Dubai to work as a maid to raise money for her family, and during their time then, she started to follow uh, on YouTube and TikTok and things like that. And she started to grow, grow a following. And what was really incredible is she built such a connection with people across the globe. And when she came back to Uganda, she had support. People were making donations. She started a community school because there was no school in the community for the children. Because during the pandemic, she was teaching her daughter how to read and write on her porch. And all the kids in the community come, oh, we want to learn, we want to learn. And as she was documenting this on YouTube, her subscribers like, you should start a school. And so she did just that. And this school is amazing. Six rooms and, you know, other people got involved to donate. What am I donated the furniture? There's been so many great collaborations to help this school, but she didn't stop there. She also started to build a home for seniors that didn't have a place to live. She has a club where she trains young women uh, skills to help them get employed. It, she's so inspiring. Anyways, so I was inspired. I did a short video about her near the beginning of my YouTube endeavor. And I called her the angel of the village. And honestly, she is. I reached out to her asking, how can I help? Now, of course, I wasn't thinking about donating money. I wanted to do something different. She has a school and she was getting teachers, but these are just individuals from the community. They weren't trained. So I offered to share my knowledge and experience as a teacher. So I've done a number of workshops with the teachers to help them understand how to teach kids uh, from basics, uh, the learning, um, the teaching them the learning styles, how to manage a classroom in a positive, uplifting way. And then, of course, we're working on a little bit of a self-care and self-love because again they're so focused on the kids they're not taking care of themselves and then we're ultimately going to be help troubleshooting and I'll be working to help get some donations and resources for the school just in supplies but they're doing such amazing work I'm so inspired so I did a live with Sarah yesterday and it was great there was people from across the globe lots of people from Canada the U.S. we had people from the Middle East Africa 
even in Europe. It was so incredible. This is my first live I've ever done. And what really inspired me, and I know, Gerda, as I mentioned, you, you've worked with a lot of young women, is the tenacity, the drive, the passion that she has for her community. It's incredible. Yes, I, I find at this age, and it's probably because they're fresh out of university, let's say, and they have a fresh look um, about life. And, and then it's also a wake up call for them because what they thought, how they thought life was going to be is not necessarily how life is. So in that age group, there's a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions. And the reason I say that because I've worked with many of them in terms of personal development, a lot of questions, but they are so, so open, so eager that they are ready to discover their new self. And I'm always amazed to see that because when I work with that group, age group, it's like miracles happen. It is incredible. And the energy. I, I know that I do a lot, um, but she just does it without batting an eye. Like she's everywhere and anywhere. And it's just amazing. So it's been a beautiful connection. The collaboration is still new and I'm looking forward to helping as much as I possibly can. But what this has taught me, all of this exciting stuff is really, really redefining what my purpose is. And I thought I knew, Gerda, I thought Connect for Life, my charity, that was my purpose. But as I started gaining vision, I knew it was bigger than that. And I wanted to take that up. And that's why last year was transformation. This year is elevation, take it to the next level. So as you know, I'll head back to Africa in November for three months. And again, be doing some contracts there and really laying the foundation for my big ultimate uh, goal and dream. And it's, it's so exciting. It is. It is definitely exciting. And, you know, for me, <laughs> since I, I came back home, I said to myself, I was going, I'm going to take two weeks, not off because I'm still working, but two weeks to, to simply observe, observe myself and what's happening within me. And also after this two weeks of rest, the, the, as much as I can, then it's time for me to start taking care of the things that I had to let go of or put aside while I wasn't home. For example, I have my glasses. So those are reading glasses. They're not prescription glasses. I have prescription glasses. And those, although I had two, both of them broke. So I could not use them when I was away. And now I have to go and see a new ophthalmologist to get new glasses. Mm -hmm. There's also, I need to have, you know, I have to get some massage because my body needs it. There's a couple of things that I need to get back to mm -hmm. and I need to take care of because we know when we are not taking care of things, that's, you know, that's what do we do? We let them go. And things that are important in our life, well, we need to give them, the proper care. So this is the next step after, after resting. The next step will be giving proper care to what I need to give proper care to. Yes, for sure. And it's so important. Sometimes we don't even consider that because again, when you were talking about busy, we go, go, go. We neglect that stuff. So the fact that you had time to really recognize, okay, I need to do these things. 
Um, and you're taking that time, first of all, to rest and to recoup and regenerate, rejuvenate your energy. Um, and then you're going to do that. That's very amazing. And, you know, I just, the last piece I would love to talk about for this episode, Gerda, I know you and I talked a lot about really focusing on the name of the podcast, take another look, because we're continuously always taking another look at something. So what is it on your plate right now that you're really taking another look at, diving deep into it? Well, I'm taking another look at my environment. I'm where I live. Is this the environment that I want to have? Or can I create a new environment? Mm -hmm. The environment for me is very important because one thing I realize is that your environment, if it doesn't help you grow, it's really taking something from you. So environment is very, very important. I'm taking another look at my environment. I'm taking, and, and that also includes my network <laughs> because it's, it's all encompassing. Mm -hmm. It's not only the physical, but it's also the people who are in my life. Because if your network is not helping you to grow, well, then it's not a good network for you to be in. And, those, and it is important for us, especially women, because we have a tendency to give, 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 give. It is a, important for us to give ourselves permission to take another look at our environment and decide whether we are going to continue to be in it or no, I need to create a new environment. What about you, Melanie? For me, you know, it's interesting. I've been taking another look deep into diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, we all know that it's been buzzwords, and we've been talking about it for forever. But over the last decade, for myself, I've been kind of going with the flow. But I've enrolled in three certificate classes, uh, courses. Sorry, I started in April, and I'll be finishing in, uh, finishing in August, really taking a deep dive and another look at diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility, and what that actually looks like in today's day and age, because it does evolve and it does change and the conversations need to continuously change. And as a specialist and a consultant, I need to be up to date. So I really recognize that sometimes we get stuck in what we think we know, but really these courses have opened my eyes to things I had never even considered. So I'm really happy about that. And I encourage everybody to find something in your life that you're kind of just going along with it because you think you know it, but really, truly, do you? Is it up to date? Or are you going with what you think you thought you knew? Exactly. And so that's why we invite you to take another look. And whatever you need to take another look at, know that it is important because it's calling for your attention. Absolutely. Well, Gerda, I can't believe how the time has flown by. And I'm going to remind everybody, although Gerda and I have had a little tight bit of a hiatus, we're back. We're going to be putting more episodes up. You know, you can always reach out to us and definitely you will remind you of all the platforms in our intro. But I will encourage you all to stay tuned. Follow us on our social media handles. Keep coming back to listen to new episodes because we're going to be uncovering some exciting things coming up. Not only the book, but some other great things. Gerda, with final words? Final words, be in the moment. And don't forget to take another look. <laughs> Until next time, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.